With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. The Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, welcome aboard. It is uh, four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Friday here on the East Coast of the United States. You know what day and time it is wherever you are listening to the Steve Malzberg Show, December 1st. December 1st. We're in the home stretch, baby, of 2023. Who would have thunk it? And on the first day of December, my true love gave to me. No, uh, that's not right. Um, well, nobody gave any true love to George Santos. They kicked him the hell out of the U.S. House of Representatives. And they did so by a vote of 311 to 114. You needed two thirds to do it. Um, Republicans voted slightly more to keep George Santos than to get rid of him. The Speaker of the House didn't agree that he should be kicked out. And the last time that a House member was uh, booted was uh, over 20 years ago when James Traficant, a Democrat from Ohio, that was uh, back in 2002, he was kicked out, but he had been already convicted, convicted of 10 felony counts, including racketeering and taking bribes. Now, George Santos has not been convicted of anything, not anything at all. Um, He's been indicted on 23 counts related to wire fraud, identity theft, falsification of records, credit card fraud, and other charges, um, campaign funds, blah, 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 blah. He's pleaded not guilty. He has not had his day in court. He has not been convicted. Now, why he should be kicked out without ever having his charges heard in a a court of law. I know the Congress is in a court of law, but this isn't routinely done. This is a big precedent that was set, a huge precedent that was set. And I'll guarantee you something. You're not going to see Democrats kicking out their own people. You're not going to see it. They're going to try to kick out Republicans more in the future. Because now it's been done and with Republican support, they'll never kick one of theirs out unless unless like trafficant, they've already been through a trial and they've been found guilty of crimes. But really, where do you come up? Santos was elected. The election, the new election, the next election is 11 months away. Where do you come kicking him out of Congress? Not not even to, to say what it does to the Republican majority, which was already incy beatsy. Now it's itsy beatsy teensy weensy like that. So I don't I don't buy this. Now, there is something up here that you should all be uh, aware of. And that is what might have because as of this morning, Friday morning, people still didn't know which way the vote was going to go. I mean, it was it could have gone. uh any anyway, but I want you to look at something here that happened Thursday, yesterday, on the floor of the House. This is Max Miller. He's a Republican. I'm sorry, yeah, Republican from Ohio, and um, it's very interesting what he said here. Give a give a watch here and a listen to uh, cut D seventeen. 
I myself have been a victim of George Santos and as well as other members of Congress in terms of defrauding through public donations. I had received an ethics complaint from the FEC, which I had to spend tens of thousands to defend myself. You, sir, are a crook. I know I should direct my comments to the chair. I yield back. Gentlemen, gentlemen's like time has expired. Uh, Mr. Gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos is recognized. I'd like to move to have the gentleman from Ohio's word stricken from the record, please. Gentleman's request is not timely, but the chair will remind all members to direct their remarks to the chair and not to other. Gentleman's request is not timely, but I would remind members to direct their remarks to the chair. Gentleman is recognized. Mr. Speaker, hypocrisy, as I mentioned. My colleague wants to come up here, call me a crook. Same colleague who's accused of being a woman beater. Are we, are we really going to ignore the facts that we all have passed and we all have the media coming out against us on a daily basis? Okay, so th there you go. That accusation uh, reportedly caused a, a lot of trouble. Uh, this is Congressman David Joyce. He is a member of the House Ethics Committee, which voted unanimously to recommend expulsion for, uh, of George Santos. And he said that that accusation, that that accusation made that you just saw by Max Miller before Santos responded there, pushed people over the edge. Here we learn more about it. Here's cut D18. One of the uh, members came forward yesterday at the end of the talk and then today came forward and put out the email for those who may not understood of where he was coming from and explained that not only he but his mother were ripped off by this campaign. And so when you start ripping off other members, if that's not enough to convince people that maybe you shouldn't be here, well then I don't know what it's going to take. Are you talking about your, your, your Ohio colleague, Max Miller, that, that his statement you think made the difference there? Correct. You know, and, and so when, I'd have guessed that we were dropping from 150 to about 80 or so, 70. And I think Max's last minute uh, email to all, all the members determined the outcome for him because a lot of us said, oh, that they may not have believed uh, my investigative report. Sorry about that. But they believed Max that uh, when it came personally from him that he was ripped off, his mother was ripped off, and that he had to spend money then to defend himself against the FEC's allegations. Okay, so that apparently made a difference. Uh, there's a story out um, that, that says that um, th that email that he alluded to sent out by Miller, who you saw make the accusation in the previous uh, cut, sent out the email to his colleagues that Santos stole from his mother, from Miller's mother. Colleagues, late yesterday on the floor, I alluded to a personal impact of Representative Santos' conduct. That's how the email started. Um, earlier this year, I learned that the Santos campaign had charged my personal credit card and the personal card of my mother for contribution amounts that exceeded FEC limits. Neither my mother nor I, or I approved these charges or were aware of them. We've spent tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees in the resulting follow-up. I've seen a list of roughly 400 other people to whom the Santos campaign allegedly did this. Even more surprisingly, he has suggested that Santos has also stolen from other House Republicans. Now, Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Now, I'm not doubting that the guy's credit card and his mother's credit card were 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 used in an illegal manner. But does that mean that George Santos did it? 
that he knew of it, that he was in charge of it within the campaign? I don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. That is a lot of stuff. And he might be found guilty of a bunch of it. Okay? And if you want to kick him out after he's been found guilty, then go fight, go kick him out. But to say, oh, he's been charged with this. Oh, his campaign did this to my mother, which, again, you can't say it's him. Did he do it? Did he ring up the mother's, the mother's credit card? I don't know. And he can't. Miller can't know. Nobody could know. So I, I just think it's a terrible, terrible precedent. And, um, you know, Democrats were glad to oblige. They would never do it to their own. I mean, I know they did it to, to Trafficant 20 years ago. Different time, different people in Congress, different leadership in the on the Democrat side, but also a man who was convicted, had already been convicted. Different set of circumstances. Now, um, for one, uh, Florida Republican Kat Comack um, said that uh, she she disagreed with uh, what happened. Here's D-19. Under the Constitution, Article 1, Section 5, Clause 2, the House has the right and ability to govern members, including up into expulsion. That being said, for me, without a conviction, despite a damning ethics report, I am very concerned about setting a precedent that in the People's House, 750,000 people in New York's 3rd Congressional District would be left without representation. Mm -hmm. And so while we have so many issues to contend with in our government, I felt that it was inappropriate to deny those constituents in his congressional district their right to representation. Elections have consequences, but they have a right to have their voice heard in the People's House. I, I, I agree with her. I agree with her. But he's gone. And then there was a whole big brouhaha. Again, a lot of people might not know where the brouhaha is. Uh, brouhaha. Uh, it's like a fight. It's like a not a fight, but it's a whole big deal. Although it, it, it used to be they used to call baseball flare ups brouhaha's and all kinds of things. Long story short, it, it, it all goes back to Seinfeld. There's a reference to it in Seinfeld made by Kramer, who went down to Mickey Mantle's baseball camp for you Seinfeld fans. And I know you're out there because you've, you've been emailing me about it. And I again, you could email me anytime. Not only Seinfeld fans, but everyone loves Raymond fans and two and a half men fans. And uh, I saw the last episode of the Goldbergs like at two in the morning the other day on rerun. I didn't even know the series ended. I saw the final episode. It was cool. It was sad, but it was cool. Um, anyway, the email address is Steve Malsberg at TNT I welcome your feedback. Now, um, let's move on to, uh, to, to this on The View. Uh, the gals of The View, of course, uh, they're just uh, they were they were most of them were thrilled with the fact that uh, Santos got kicked out um let's give a listen i think you got here Alyssa farrah griffin uh anna navarro sarah haynes and sunny it's not my name sunny who according to media research center newsbusters puts a link says she's racist and then gives if you click it you see all the reasons they give just letting you know who sunny that's not her real name hostin is um here's cut d15 
If you're under federal investigation, whether you're Donald Trump, Bob Menendez, George Santos, you should step aside. But of yeah. course, no one does that. <laughs> well, but I, 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 I think Democrats learned a lesson on that point, though. I think Democrats learned a lesson with Al Franken. Al Franken. Yeah. Right? That they yes. all so moved into. Yeah. Right, but the, but right. the difference is exactly. that Bob Menendez was indicted once before and beat the indictment. And so if he had been expelled, you know, so I think, uh, I mean, I think that's something yeah. that can be debated, and certainly, but that's, you know, that's the precedent that Bob Menendez has. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm very angry at everything that's go that Bob Menendez did, but I think there's a difference between yeah. Santos and Menendez. I'll just jump in there. Yeah, I think the difference is George okay. Santos is feckless. He has no power, <laughs> never did anything. I do think Senator Menendez will be a problem, and I think due process, he needs to step aside. I, I would, I, an indict, you can indict a ham sandwich. I think he needs to, Have you to, to go to trial. I, I almost passed out when I heard that. I couldn't wait to play it for you. Sonny Hostin, the former prosecutor, Sonny Hostin, who miss, miss I, mine, mine doesn't smell, Sonny Hostin, who could not be more vicious along with all of them, for the, for the most part, you know, Whoopi especially and Joy Behar especially and Sonny, could not be more hostile towards Donald Trump. And of course, they got him guilty already. He's he's not been found guilty in criminal court of anything. Yet he's guilty. But when it comes to Menendez, the Democratic senator, you could indict a ham sandwich. <laughs> really? Would you say did you say that about Trump, you phony two bit phony? I watch. I bit my tongue. For those of you listening and not watching. Oh, man, what a what a bunch of creeps these women are. Creeps. Creeps. Trump indictment after indictment. Oh, okay, he's guilty. Oh, we'll lock him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Menendez, who's accused of, 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 of being a shill for a foreign government as chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee? How freaking serious and dangerous is that? Oh, you can indict a ham sandwich. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, because his name's not Trump, because he has a little D next to his name instead of a little R or a big R, as the case may be. What a bunch of phonies. I mean, you can't make it up. It's so easy. They don't even make it hard to, to call them out for what they are, especially her, especially Sonny, who would, again, I'll, I think it's 2014 or so, kicked, blocked me from her Twitter. Because she said something about her kids. I referenced it in a tweet and going back and forth with her. I was just following up on what she said. And she said, how dare don't you ever say anything about my kids? And she banned me. <laughs> I didn't say anything about her kids. She did. But she's too dumb to understand that. You could indict a ham sandwich. Now, John Fetterman, who I got to say, I got to say, he doesn't belong as a senator. He never should have been elected. That was a farce of all farce of all farces. The poor guy couldn't talk, couldn't carry on a conversation, literally. Couldn't understand people when they spoke to him. And he was elected as a U.S. senator. Again, can't make it up. And I disagree probably with 98% of, of his policies. The one policy I agree with is his stance on Israel and how he's basically like walking past the, the Hamas supporters 
waving an Israeli flag in their face, you know, and saying, you don't like it? Come do something. I think that's very, very cool. Um, but also, I agree with him. Here, he's willing to take on Menendez, his fellow senator from New Jersey. Not Fetterman is from Pennsylvania, but his fellow Democratic senator saying, you know, if you're going to do this to Santos, who hasn't been, you know, who, who's compared to Santos, Menendez, it, it's much worse what he's accused of. Here's uh, cut number D-16. And if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And, you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost, you know, funny. And, like, you know, he, you know, landed on the, the moon and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas... <laughs> Whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, 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 I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you, though, uncomfortable with the fact that there hasn't been an adjudication that while he's been charged, there hasn't been a conviction? Menendez. With Menendez. Uh, I, I, I am. I, I am. And it's like he has the right uh, to, for his, his day in court and all that. But he doesn't have the right to to have those kind of votes and things that uh, yeah. that's not that's not a right. And, and I think uh, we need to make that kind of decision to uh, send him out. <laughs> Sonny wants to know, but are you concerned that he hasn't had his day in court? Was Sonny concerned that Santos didn't have his day in court? I, I, you know, again, it's not even worth getting my blood pressure up because it's just, it's just what this show is, what that view show is, is an utter disgrace on every freaking level. They're not journalists. And as analysts, if that's what they think they are, they're the dumbest, most incoherent uh, you know, they 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 don't they, their ideas don't flow. Non sequiturs, uh, non an, uh, you know, and, and they they think they're making analogies, but what they're saying is non analogous to any. I mean, it's just so bad. It's like if it was a, a high school project, it would get a D. It's awful. And this is Disney with their name on it. ABC News with their name on it. They don't care. They don't care. Why should they? Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Woo All right. There was a little debate yesterday. What a great freaking debate between Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and Governor Gavin Newsom of California. DeSantis wiped the floor with this smug, arrogant, movie star looking you know, I, what am I even doing here? I'm too good for everybody. Slick talking, phony, fraudulent, fake. We're going to bring you some of it when we come back. Oh, this is good. Don't go away. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT 
Radio Vision. TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties, leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now. Marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection. Where are they? Chris Smith on TNT Radio. The challenges our planet's animals are facing sometimes feel a bit heavy. Uh, animals haven't eaten in a day, two days, they haven't drank anything, they're cold, they're dehydrated. As soon as we started our descent, everywhere I could see was mud. Just absolutely mud. You know, the country has been in long for drought so long. It was like a tinderbox waiting to go up. Okay, very heavy. Each of us wants to be part of the solution. And we can be. Remember that there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into the unit and we have all four of your cats. So, uh... Okay. And around the world. For any animal in any disaster. So let's focus on that, right? Be part of the solution. One rescue at a time. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready. The conversation continues. I don't believe it, and I think that's a terrible position that I am in, that I don't trust my government. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, I am back. Steve Malsberg with you. Follow me on Twitter at Steve M. Talk. Um, also, Facebook.com slash Steve M. Talk. Um, uh, what else we got? What am I leaving out here? Oh, yeah, uh, Instagram, Steve M. Talk. And tell your friends, even if they uh, you think they'd hate me, that's even better. Uh, if they think you think they'd like me, that's great, too. I want to say hello to Alan, my buddy Alan, who I saw earlier this evening. He knows who he is. I'm not going to tell you where I saw him or anything like that. Nobody's darn business. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, very nefarious uh, rendezvous. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't I didn't know that he um, he listens. He says it looks good, the show with the, you know, the video and the whole thing. And good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm honored that Alan uh, listens and. Hope you're feeling good, Alan. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's get to the debate. There's so many cuts here, and there's so many so many different things that came up. Sean Hannity was the moderator. Turns out, according to reports, that after the debate and during the debate and during timeouts, and uh, there was all kinds of tension, and the two camps were didn't like thought that the uh, Newsom's camp felt that Hannity was breaking rules and favoring DeSantis, and that DeSantis broke rules. And when it was over, uh, Hannity apparently on air said, "Hey, could could we extend it, you guys, on the air? You want it? You want to go another ninety minutes or n- another hour?" And they said, yeah, sure, whatever. And then they came back from commercial. And what happened during the commercial, according to reports, uh, is that Gavin Newsom's wife came out and said, oh, no, he's finished. (laughs) Because he was getting creamed. I don't care how much he smiles. I don't care how much how neat his hair is. I don't care what he looks like. He's he's a fast talking, slick salesman. You know, no matter what the question is to him, he'll turn it around. Why did you do that? But the question was, why did you do? Uh, but, but, oh, yeah, but why did you do that? It's man. 
and they're going to get away with it because the media won't bail them out. They got to press them. And DeSantis did a pretty good job. So let's start. Let me shut up. Let's start getting to some of it. By the way, by the way, 5.46 million people watched it on Fox. 4.75 million when it aired originally. And then when it aired later in the evening uh, on Fox, the repeat of it, another three quarters of a million. So a total of five, almost five and a half million people. Okay, not bad. So let's go to... um, Let's go. This is uh, I want to make sure what I'm watching here. OK, parental rights, parental rights. You know, don't say gay. I can't teach black history. All this bull crap against DeSantis. So here we go. Here's how it starts. Here is cut number uh, D O four. I ask you, Governor DeSantis, especially the lower grades, should schools and maybe all grades should schools be focusing on reading, writing, math, science, history, computers, and maybe leaving values, considering parents might have different values than teachers at school, um, to the parents, to religious institutions? Uh, or is it the role of the school? What is the role? The role of the school is to educate kids, not indoctrinate kids. It's not to impose an agenda. It's to do the basics. And what we've said in Florida is it's inappropriate to tell a kindergartner uh, that their gender is a choice. It's inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. Uh, they want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have a seven, five and a three year old. We don't think that that's appropriate. And I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. Uh, it's also important to respect parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom and everything should be age appropriate. Yep. Uh, that's this is a key. We cannot concede this issue. The American public agrees with DeSantis and with me and with the, with conservatives and Republicans on this, as opposed to the radical left who wants this taught. Who want? And, and by the way, reports are. I mean, I'm not up on all the California laws and everything, but the reports are that Gavin Newsom repeatedly lied about what the laws are in California and what the requirements are in California uh, as it applies to certain certain things such as this, which you'll hear in a second. So now DeSantis pulls out a book, which every child should read, right? Here's cut number uh, D05. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California, Florida. This is not consistent with our standards called gender queer. It's some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. And so we're gonna stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids. I, I mean, by the way, you've been on a banning bench. 1,406 books have been banned just last year under Ron DeSantis' leadership. I love that he keeps pulling this out. I've seen this. He's been doing this all over the campaign trail. What's wrong with Tony Morrison's books? It's not banned. What's wrong? It's not true. It's not. What's wrong with Amanda Gorman's? It's not banned. And the poetry. 1,406. False narratives. 1,406. Right. It's a false narrative. It's not banned. The state banned that, that, that gay book, you know, the teaching kids to be gay and how to have gay sex and whatever else it teaches. The state didn't ban 
D- Tony Morrison's book and 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 the uh, the uh, po- poet laureate's book, who spoke at, I forget her name, who spoke at Biden's uh, inauguration. He didn't ban that bo- those books, so it is a false narrative. It's not banned in the sense that the the gay book for kids is banned. But they don't care. But since when did they tell the truth? All right, let's go up to D one. You know, I remember in the 1970s, in the 1970s, we had a bill called the Briggs Initiative. And there was a guy by the name of Ronald Reagan, so offended by the Briggs Initiative, which was the original don't say gay bill. In that case, it was not allowing teachers that happened to be gay to teach. And Reagan had the courage to stand up. And he said, you can't catch gay like you can measles. I don't like the way you demean people. I don't like the way you demean the LGBTQ community. I don't like the way you demean and humiliate people you disagree with, Ron. I really find this fundamentally offensive. And this is a core value that distinguishes the values of my state and, frankly, the vast majority of Americans against the weaponization of education. Right, how- <laughs> I don't like the way you I don't like the way you demean people. Meanwhile, later in the debate, and I don't have this tonight, so I could tell you, Ron DeSantis says Kamala Harris, and he interrupts him, this perfect looking hair in place, phony baloney car salesman, says, How dare you call a Kamala Harris. It's Kamala Harris. Excuse me? Is is calling her Kamala Harris like a slur? Well, it's interesting because way back at the beginning, they tried to say anybody who mispronounced Kamala Harris's name, even slightly, was, was doing a racial slur. You remember that? And then they came up with videos of Obama mispronouncing her name. She... She saying her name separate times, two different ways. So please, but this guy, I don't like the way you bully people. And he bullied DeSantis for saying Kamala instead of Kamala. The hell's the difference? Wow. Anyway, um, let's go to D2. I have a follow up question for you, though. Um, And by the way, first governor, yes or no, is are the book banning issues? Is that not a state issue? Is that a state issue or a local it's issue? Local, and, he, and he's okay. Lying. That's the, all that, I want to know. Home book wasn't but there. Let me, that here's was the not question okay, I have. Yeah. Me, here's books the question have I have for you, uh, Governor Newsom. Um, some of the books you're talking about. One is called. The governor just brought it up. It's called Gender Queer, a memoir, explicit pornographic book showing sex acts. Another, Flamer, graphic book about young boys performing sex acts at summer camp. Uh, This book is gay, a book containing instructions on the ins and outs of gay sexuality. Let me finish. Uh, Let's talk about it, a book that contains graphic descriptions about how to masturbate for males and females. My question to you, Governor Newsom, those books, do you believe that's appropriate for school districts to teach kids, yes or no? Not, come on, those aren't, not, it's not part of the curriculum. They're not Excuse teaching me, those kids are the, that. that was, those are books that were no, in school. Hold on, hold on. The bottom line is you are on a book banning binge, your state. <laughs> see, see, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm not going to, the bottom line is you ban books. You're on a binge. Why should I answer if gay sex instruction for kids is appropriate? Why should I answer if, masturbation instruction for little kids is appropriate. Now, hold on here. You are on a book banning binge. See, he doesn't answer the question. That's what they, that's what he does. He did it the whole freaking debate. And I'm sorry, but on situations like this, issues like this, 
if he is a candidate for president and who the hell knows, people are going to see through this. You can't stand up there and do that for every issue. Soon you're going to hear him do it on the abortion issue. He won't say he won't answer the question. He goes back to what DeSantis did. It's it, it, it gets tired. It gets it becomes a sick joke after a while. Annoying, to say the least. Um, let us um, continue here and let us go to did I just do the D.O. three? No, uh, no, I did not. I don't think let's go to D.O. three. 1,406 books, 3,362 in this country. You didn't answer. Florida's what about leading, those no, books? <laughs> That's not, we don't provide for K through third grade education, that kind of curriculum. It's just made up. These guys make it up. It's part of this cultural purge. Should it it's be? It's just a you, made what grade, up agenda. What grade would it be what acceptable? I find, but what I find what offensive, Sean and Ron, what I find offensive is the a very significant number of these books happen to be LGBTQ books. A significant number of these books think it's happen appropriate to be around African-Americans. Do you think it's appropriate in school? We don't teach that. We have sex education in middle schools and high schools where it's appropriate. This is a ginned up, made up issue to divide this country. You talk about dividing this country. This is part of the culture war, the weaponization of grievance. <laughs> first, he says, now, 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 first of all, he said it's not part of the curriculum in first to third grade. He said that in the previous cut. He said it here again. So then he says, oh, we teach sex education in middle school, middle school is seventh, eighth. So what happens in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade? Now, it may not be part of the curriculum, these books, but are these, these books banned? Can teachers feel free to bring them in as a sub part, uh, an add-on part to another curriculum? And the answer has to be yes. Does the governor feel it's inappropriate to present these kinds of books? He wouldn't say. All he would say is he takes offense to the fact that these books are gay books and lesbian books. Yeah, being taught to children and not about what gays are, but sexual instruction. Boys having sex with boys. I mean, just sick, 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 sick stuff. And he can't and won't and didn't say, of course, it's inappropriate for children. Of course, it's inappropriate. Nope, nope, nope. He didn't say it because he doesn't believe it. And it's not the case in California. And if he were president, it wouldn't be the case all over the country. Because you can, oh, oh, look at these, these gay, they're banning all these gay books. Maybe they're banning the gay books. They're, they're, they're preventing these, these explicit sexual books, talking about gay sex being presented to little children. And he will not say, he did not say, would not say to Hannity that that's wrong or he objects to it. So keep that in mind for what it's worth. Um, okay, so now we go, as I uh, look through the, uh, the stats here, we're going to move over to uh, number six. Um, here's a Newsom attack montage, a few cuts back to back. And Billy Lesbian, Jamilly, that's you, wrong. You yeah. attack vulnerable communities. We, you we attack women. And we made sure Again, they could Ron, compete. Relax. I can handle it. I'm used to bully. You're nothing but a bully. You're I bully. understand that. And what will you say? Joe Biden will be our nominee in a matter of weeks. And in a matter of weeks, Sean, 
he'll be endorsing Donald Trump as a nominee for the Republican Party. If they one, I'm the only guy here that's a border state governor. You're trolling folks and trying to find migrants to play political games, to try to get some news and attention so you can out Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in your own home state. On the issue of immigration, Joe Biden put a $14 billion immigration package up in front of Congress, 2,300 border agents, as well as custom officials, 1,000 new law enforcement officers to deal with a fentanyl issue. And by the way, that's a major issue in your state, 41% higher overdose rates than the state of California. And here's what I haven't heard, not a peep from Ron DeSantis. They want to demagogue this issue, you want to play politics with issues, you don't want to solve this issue. Why don't you lead your no, party? No, Okay, so there, there's, there's part of the the man who doesn't like bullying. Okay, uh, so let's go to um, on Biden's economy. Okay, here they're talking about Biden's economy. I believe this is Newsom. Here is cut uh, 07. Appreciate you acknowledging 14 that. million jobs, 10 times more than the last three Republican presidents combined. Because he had 815,000 manufacturing the, the, the jobs. The jobs were because of the COVID lockdowns. Are you kidding 3.9% unemployment. As he continues to talk over me, I'll talk to the American people. 3.9% unemployment, the lowest black unemployment in American history, the lowest unemployment for Hispanics in American history, the lowest unemployment for women in 70 years, the lowest black poverty rates in history. That's this administration's agenda. And by the way, as you smile and smirk over there, you should know this, the American people. Here's a guy who celebrated Bidenomics just this week, celebrating $28 million that came into your state because of the Chips and Science Act, one of the most significant economic plans right. since FDR. I'm proud of the work Biden and Harris have done. Oh, wow. He's proud of the work. What DeSantis was started to say and was saying, you know, this nonsense about Biden created, what, 15 million jobs, 11 million jobs, whatever. These are the this is the return of it's like it's just like saying Trump lost all those jobs, which they do say the economy was at record numbers. Trump had record unemployment numbers. Trump had record low interest rates. Trump had everything going on all cylinders. And then came COVID. And everything, of course, went out the window. Companies closed, stores closed, businesses closed, jobs were lost. That wasn't Trump's fault. That wasn't an economic policy fault. And now, after COVID subsided, the jobs came back. That wasn't a Biden uh, um, accomplishment. That wasn't a Biden policy that caused that. It was a circumstance. Trump was a victim of the circumstance and Biden was a, uh, a, 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 a he profited from the circumstance insofar as he could tout the numbers of jobs that he says he created, but actually just came back. And that's what DeSantis, you heard him say, it was because of, of COVID. They went away and they came back. You know, what are you going to do? OK, I got one more here. This is a good one. This is a really good one. Um, this is cut to 08. Here's what I would say. I, I talked to a lot of the people that have moved from California to Florida, and we never used to get people from California to Florida or really anywhere in these, because why would you leave California? It's got the best weather, Ron, great Ron, natural forces. Excuse me, yeah, sir. Last so, but one of the things that I did, I had, uh, I was talking to a gentleman, a couple. Guys, I'm going to let the debate breathe. 
but it's his turn. Let's take, let's take turns. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, and oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And, and why, are we, why are we getting people to come? We have a 50-year low in the crime rate. You don't see, in the last 10 years, we've had a 45% decline in homelessness. California's had a 45% increase in homelessness. We back the blue. I was walking the streets of San Francisco a couple months ago, and I had some of the cops in San Francisco do a beeline to come over to me, and I didn't know what they were going to say. And they're like, we want to thank you for standing for law enforcement, because we don't get that support in the All state right. of California. So people understand me- quality of life matters. They understand that Florida's doing it right. And I can tell you the numbers speak for themselves. We have way more people moving to this state than leaving. Gavin can't say the opposite. More people are leaving California than are moving into California. That was was amazing. And by the way, Gavin never, Newsom never disputed that his father-in-law said that to DeSantis, that his father-in-law left and went to Florida, left California and said to DeSantis, it's better governed in Florida and all that. I, I don't know what their relationship is. But Newsom never disputed that. That's pretty wild. And here, this is um, uh, this is a good one, too, before we get to abortion. And we'll break before we get to the abortion. Um, I hope this is the one where, yeah, this is the one on freedoms, freedoms in California. And uh, watch what watch what uh, uh, DeSantis pulls out of his pocket this time. Here's cut uh, 09. At one point, tried to say that California was the freedom state. I just kind of laugh like you're locking people down. You're doing all this. Uh, But then I thought about it. You know, California does have freedoms uh, that some people don't, uh, that other states don't. You have the freedom to defecate in public in California. You have the freedom to pitch a tent on Sunset Boulevard. You have the freedom to create a homeless encampment under a freeway and even light it on fire. You have the the freedom to uh, have an open air drug market and use drugs. You have the freedom, if you're an illegal alien, to get all these taxpayer benefits. So so those are freedoms. They're not the freedoms our founding fathers envisioned, but they have the freedom, if you're an illegal alien, to get all these taxpayer benefits. So so those are freedoms. They're not the freedoms our founding fathers envisioned, but they have contributed to the destruction of the quality of life in California, and the results speak for themselves. People are leaving the state because they have failed in addressing the homeless population. Okay, I guess it's going to be in another cut somewhere, maybe during the abortion debate. I I can't imagine it, though. He pulls out a um, (laughs) he pulls out a a map of where the the defecation in San Francisco is is at its worst. Crazy, crazy. But listen to that. You can defecate in California. It's not a crime. You could pull down your pants and, and go to the bathroom on the street. You could and start a homeless encampment. You could light it on fire. Newsom wasn't disputing any of that. That's sick. Is that what the rest of the country wants their cities and, and states to become? That's why DeSantis did a good job. Abortion, abortion, abortion. We have one final segment left in the hour, in the week, and on the first day of December uh, when we return right here. Steve Malsberg on TNT Radio Vision. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. While the fiery images of mostly peaceful protests coming out of central Dublin over the weekend were disturbing, and although no one condones arson, property damage, and violence against police, 
It was good to see the Irish finally get their Irish up and direct their ire where it properly belongs, against their own government, which has been selling out the Irish people for decades now. What triggered the upheaval? The stabbing of a young woman and two little children, including a five-year-old girl who is still in hospital with life-threatening injuries, by a Muslim maniac who was, you guessed it, known to police. The Garda disarmed the man just last month after finding him with an illegal knife. They knew he was a problem and they did nothing to stop these attacks. Ireland is actively promoting its own destruction. It is committing suicide in exactly the same way the United Kingdom committed social suicide. The number one name for new boys in Galway last year, Mohammed for the first time ever. Ireland needs to get a hold of the fact that the enemy is within the gates and their own government are the ones that have opened the doors. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio. On a virtual road, you can test the limits of your driving ability to see how fast you can go under the most extreme conditions, like when it's dark, when the weather's bad, or when the unexpected happens. The higher the speed, the harder the impact. But driving isn't a game or a race. When you're on the road, just 10 miles per hour over the limit can mean the difference between life and death. You're responsible for people's lives and your own. Slow down and save lives. This is the Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, the abortion issue. Uh, Gavin Newsom, radical, just like Kamala. I'm going to start saying it that way from now on, since Gavin Newsom doesn't like it. Um, let's get to it. Hannity to Newsom. Here's cut D10. I'd like to get you on the record. You've been unwilling to answer this question. Do you, should there be any restrictions on the issue of abortion that you support at all? Because funding in California, you have allocated in your budget $265 million for abortion last year alone. My question, very specific. Do you support any restrictions at all on abortion, especially in months seven, eight, and nine, past viability? I'm going to answer that question, but let's talk about the issue of abortion. Let's talk about the issue of abortion. You're going to answer it? I'm going to answer that question. I'll repeat that. But I think this is important, and it bears repeating. Ron DeSantis signed the most extreme anti-abortion bills in America. He signed a bill banning any exceptions for rape and incest. And then he said it didn't go far enough and decided to sign a six-week ban before women even know they're pregnant, Ron, before women can even access a doctor's appointment. Okay, so far he hasn't answered the question, right? He's told Sean, let me repeat myself. I'll answer the question. So why didn't you answer it? Because he's not going to answer it. I'll I'll play spoiler. He's not going to answer the question. So he attacks DeSantis. Now, first of all, when you say DeSantis signed... That means the legislature passed. That means the public in Florida elected the legislative members who voted yes on these bills that DeSantis then signed. DeSantis is not a king or a dictator. He didn't just say, I'm going to I'm going to write a bill and sign it. Doesn't work that way. Okay, so if that's what the state of Florida wants, then that's what the state of Florida gets. You don't like it? Move to California, where you could kill your baby even after it's born, probably. 
because once it's born, the doctors, for the most part, and this isn't unique to California, it's in states that allow it, you know, right up till birth. There's no law to say you have to take care of that baby once it's born of a botched abortion. Let's continue. So he didn't answer it. Let's go to D11. On the issue of the extreme exception that you highlight as it relates to the issue of later term abortion, it's almost always because of a fetal anomaly, the life of the mother. And in those rare cases, I trust and answer your question. I trust the mother and her doctor to make that decision. So in other words, I want to be clear on this. If a woman and her doctor, for any reason, not for any reason, no, it's, no, no, it's no. extremely I'm rare. Sh- should there this be? This is a canard. I know where you guys are going, Sean. You're even I, uncomfortable asking, with this whole issue. I, and I, I watch your. I this watch is your, where you guys have I'm to asking, go to cover for the should, extreme should there anti-abortion be, agenda of Ron DeSantis. Should there be? Would you support a ban on? Abortion in seven, eighth, or ninth month for, if the, the if the mother's life is, is not in jeopardy. Extreme, extreme exception. <laughs> Can't answer it. Can't say yes because the answer is no. It should be between a woman and her doctor. Okay, a woman and her doctor. And Hannity saying, "Would you ban it?" Seventh, eighth, and ninth week, you know, months. If if it's not, if the woman's life is not in danger, and he claims to know, like Kamala, like all of them. Oh, that only happens because they don't know why it happens. This you don't know why they're getting it done. Here's cut number twelve. People aren't going on and having abortions. Should it be illegal? Unless then? something if devastating is happening. Should it be it illegal? Should be up to the mother and her doctor and her conscience. And it so almost the answer always, is no restriction. I, I've already answered it. And I'll, uh, no and I'll just reinforce it. To cover okay. up, again, hold on, for the most extreme abortion ban in country. I have a simple question, though. This is important. No, 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 will no. You I'm know, asking the question. Ron DeSantis, will you or will you not sign a six-week ban okay. in the unlikely uh, case you become president DeSantis, of the United States? Let's talk you about, sign a national ban? Let's talk about your he state. He that. He's getting you had, saved you had 15 weeks. fundamental question. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's pathetic. See, you can't. Republicans, you see? You can win on this issue. Here is an example, and it's not over. Here's cut uh, D13. Well, I believe in a culture of life. I think we're better off when everybody counts, when everybody has an opportunity to do well. uh, And that bill uh, attaches when there's a, a detectable heartbeat. Uh, for, for the child. And some states have done that. Some states have done others. Some states have done uh, later. And obviously, they have a, a, a right to do that. Uh, but I think about one of our Floridians, a lady named Penny Hopper. Uh, she actually survived a late-term abortion uh, back in the day. And, and they left her on the, on the, uh, the table there to, to basically wither away. Her grandmother came, saved her, brought her to a, brought her to a hospital, brought her saved her and, and she ended up living a, living a good life. So, so she counts and she matters. And I think that what the position that we have from the modern left, including in California, is that they will take your tax dollars and they will fund abortion all the way to the moment of birth. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. We got one more to get in here and we're going to get it in and it's cut D14. He's wrong when he says the the later terms are all because of this. 88% past 15 weeks are, in fact, elective uh, from from the Florida data. He doesn't keep data there. But that is really extreme to take your tax dollars uh, and to do this all the way up uh, to the moment of birth. He didn't answer your question about any type of protections at all uh, for a baby that has a beating heart, that can feel pain, that is viable. 
Let me, let me, but, hold, but he, hold on. Respectfully, this is a, a, an important conversation. Will you or will you not support you, you didn't a national answer, Sean. Ron, why didn't you? Why will didn't you, you answer or will you question? not support why didn't a you national support? ban if why? it lands on your desk? You couldn't answer that in any other context. Okay, answer gentlemen, it it's a we're simple moving yes, on no, to the, the next way, issue. Hey, no, Sean, not a you next issue. You never gave a week. The American people should know this. I'll answer it for Ron DeSantis. You can't answer it. He will sign that extreme okay, six-week Okay, let me move on. Will you sign a national ban on abortion if it lands on your desk? Oh, it's president. I see. I'm thinking I was governor. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense if he were president. Um, There's not going to be a national ban on abortion. That's just not happening. There's no support for it. Hardly any Republican, one or two have mentioned it. They're not proposing it. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's an, it's a, it's a, a distraction, a total distraction. But you know what? The 1%, which translates into about 9,000 late-term abortions, is not a distraction. They present it on the left as a distraction. Oh, it's so rare. Oh, it's 1% or or less. Oh, it's nothing. Not when there's 9 million abortions a year. That 1% then becomes about 9,000. That's not, not nothing, okay? Now, you bitch and moan and want to take my gun away from me because kids get killed with guns. And we know that they get killed usually with criminals. There are some accidents and, you know, and but criminal. But how many kids a year get killed with guns? Now, don't get me wrong. One is too many. About twenty five hundred. That is an issue worth ending the Second Amendment for, according to people like Gavin Newsom. But nine thousand late term abortions where a full grown baby is slaughtered. ah, That's that's hardly ever happens. It's nothing. You see, do you see the hypocrisy? They don't care. They don't care because nobody calls them out on it. Nobody calls them out on it. Hannity, and I'll, I'll say if I was Newsom, Hannity, for the most, from what I saw, you know, went, was on DeSantis's side. It's hard to be totally objective. Hannity's not a journalist. He's a talk show host. He's to the right. You know, I mean, when you get the people who call themselves journalists doing a presidential debate, they'll go after, you know, when it's the, the, for the for the uh, for the uh, race itself, the Democrat and the Republican meet the press people, whoever, anybody from a network, they'll go after the Republican. They'll defend the uh, the Democrat. Well, I mean, we've seen it happen over and over and over again. So whatever. It's just that I think I think this helped DeSantis. How much? I don't know. I think it showed what a, Demo- a Republican candidate what would be up against if Biden drops out and Newsom becomes the nominee, which if it's before the convention, probably would be the case. But I don't know. Even during the convention, if they don't give it to Michelle, they'll give it to Newsom. Slick. He's slick. He avoids questions. He turns things around, never gives an answer. You know, it, it, it attacks people, claims he doesn't like to attack people. It, it, it's just he's a car salesman. No offense to car salesmen. He's a car salesman. OK, not one hair out of place. I happen to have hair. See, I got a hair out of place right there. So don't compare me to him. Not that anybody would. All right, folks, the hour just flies by, at least for me. I don't know where it goes. I'll try to track it next time. Uh, God willing, we'll do this on Monday again. Have a good rest of your weekend, no matter how much time you have left. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, 9 p.m. 
Eastern Time on Monday. We'll be back, God willing. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT Radio Vision.